welcome our virtual water cooler friends to the 32nd episode of Into the Fulvers. I'm Mitchell Chandler. And I'm Bryce Payne. And join us as we discuss movie news and new movie releases and various bits of content we watch throughout the week. Our main top films today are Spiral, Army of the Dead, and Seven. You can keep up with our reviews. Follow us on Letterboxd, where we post all of our reviews for all the films we watch throughout the week. You can find me, Mitchell Chandler, at Mitch Reviews, and that's M-Y-T-C-H. And you can find me, Bryce Payne, at Payne Reviews, P-A-Y-N-E Reviews. And before we dive into our weekly movie watches, we like to go off the top with some of our recent movie news. Um, so Snake Eyes came out with the trailer. Bryce, I know you didn't get a chance to watch this yet, but um, I'm not, I'm not a big GI Joe fan, so I probably won't watch it even, even when I get a chance because I just don't care. Oh, you mean the trailer? I thought you were saying the movie. I'm like, how dare you? No, no you're gonna make me see the movie. I don't have a choice in that. Yeah, that's fair. <laughs> no, uh, um, so you, you haven't seen the other GI Joe films? You're telling me, right? Not a single one. They're actually pretty. I mean, well, sorry, I haven't seen them in forever, so I don't actually know if they're good still, but. I know the Snake Eyes trailer looked like a lot of fun. It just looked like, you know, today's action. You can just, you know, you can tell it's, it's upped its game a lot. And that's basically all it looked like. It was just good action. Well, that's a good thing, I guess. I don't know. I'm just, just like, I don't, I don't even know what it'd be about. And so, I'm yeah, like, eh. I didn't really get a gist of a story through it. I just, just, it was like, I literally was a minute and it was just like showing the character a little bit and they're then like, the action. like, Hey, look! Your favorite GI Joe character is getting a movie. Be happy. Apparently, though, a lot, a lot of people are mad because this character, you know, in canon or whatever, you know, all the GI Joe stuff, Snake Eyes is a character that doesn't have uh, a face. Like he's he's always wearing a mask, and oh, so he doesn't speak. Salty that he's like the main character. Yeah, and he doesn't speak either. So now he's speaking and has his mask off, and people are mad about that. And I'm like, I don't care. That's, you can't make you can't stupid. make a movie. You can't make a movie with somebody that doesn't talk. You don't see their face. I mean, like hey, Mandalorian, hey, you need to show hey. their face. Taskmaster. We don't know he doesn't talk yet. <laughs> he talks in the comics and in the shows and stuff I've seen. Yeah, but we don't know in the movie. Well, not yet, yeah, but I'm sure, he, I'm sure he'll talk. Know, we don't even know who plays fucking him yet. Fair. That is interesting. <laughs> um, anyway, so that, that was an interesting bit of tidbit uh, that came out. Um, but the, there's two big stories that came out this week. One is, so both relating to movie studios and selling and purchasing. Um, the first big one is that AT&T um, sold Warner Media to Discovery for $43 billion. Man, I wish I had that much money just to throw at something. <laughs> right. The, I mean, the biggest thing, I mean, obviously, I mean, it's, it's hard to explain. There's a lot that goes into this, but basically, like, what Warner Brothers owns, Warner Media owns Warner Brothers and, and various other things, um, like an HBO Max. Basically, their whole shebang is getting sold from who at&t owned them and now discovery and Warner media are merging together what's on discovery that's worth a damn you know you you'd think that right because i mean <laughs> but there's a lot of people that are on like discovery it's a lot of reality tv shows or reality stuff um that but sounds boring as hell i know to us it does but they actually have a quite a big like they have a Apparently they have a big subscriber base, and I'm like, interesting. Okay. Yeah, that's a little. Uh, I'm like, that's not something I would be interested in, but I, gu- I guess I could see why other people would want want that to be good. I, I mean, know. so that'll be interesting to see how things shake out on that. And then Amazon, of course, the big conglomerate they are, um, is looking to acquire MGM Studios for nine billion dollars. So you know, you know the the lion. Yeah, I'm just trying to think. I'm like, what does MGM have? You know, I always forget. I was like, I know they probably have a lot because, like, you know, I just yeah, see the like, things everywhere. Huge, but... They're a huge fan, like, series, but I'm like, what What do they have? Yeah, I mean, but but that's just interesting. It's just interesting to, to me mostly to see all these studios being, like, changed up and bought, especially, like, after the pandemic and everything. Yeah, I guess. It just everything's getting shaken up a little bit. And, you know, because with the whole thing with Disney and Fox, we're just now kind of getting through, like, the... I mean, we haven't even seen X-Men or, or uh, Fantastic Four films yet. So, I mean, once we get to those, then it'll start to feel real a little bit. But I'm trying to find things from MGM, but um, it doesn't show up when you look up MGM. <laughs> it's probably just showing the hotel in Vegas. No, it's, like, it's like MGM, but it's not like actual MGM. Oh. Um, well, with those down, we're going to venture onto some of our weekly movie watches. Um, Bryce, we had talked last week how we, we watched, we were going to watch the uh, new Spiral film with Chris Rock. You had seen it three times, two times, if you're, you're listening, Jada. And <laughs> she doesn't listen. I know, just, just in case. <laughs> um, so I want to first start out, what did you first think of it? And then did your viewing experience go down at all? Okay, so I'm I'm a huge Saw fan. I have like the I have like the uh, puzzle piece tattooed on my wrist and shit. Like I'm really into it. 
Um, the first time watching it, yeah, it's it's everything I thought it was going to be. I mean, not, not saying I went in with like high expectations because it is Saw. So like I was like, you you have very base stuff you have to meet to be like a decent Saw film, right? Like, gotta have good traps, interesting characters, so, somewhat interesting. I mean, like well, not overly, but somewhat. Gotta have an interesting twist, right? Um, this film delivered on the. Uh, I would say two or three. Well, I want to say, oh, I want to say it li- oh, it's hard. Because, like, the traps that they showed us were good, but, but they weren't, there wasn't enough. Yeah. But, you know, I, interesting enough, I was going through the other Saw films, right? Mm-hmm. Right. You know how we thought there wasn't enough saw, traps in Saw and Spiral? Right. That's, like, the normal amount of traps in a Saw movie. Is it maybe because they last longer? I think so, yeah. Because, like, I was thinking about yeah. it. I was like, because in Saw 2, you have the gun door, the furnace, you have the needle pit, the razor wrist. And that, that's that's it. Yeah, no. See, <laughs> there's there's and four. There's a fundamental difference between this, this the traps in this film and the traps in other films. The traps in this film very felt very much as just a way to murder somebody rather than a way to actually get out of it. And plus, they were so short that it just did. It didn't feel like there was any actual choice. Yeah, there, for the, the but, person in it, and neither not, not even that. I didn't even care about the people that were in the traps. I I, I honestly wanted them to die. So so here's another thing though. Because my little sister, after I took her to this, we were discussing this. John Kramer's traps are all the ones that are able to be escaped. They're right. they're all the ones that like. There's ways to get out, but they're kind of fucked up. But you can get out. Right. When they're not made by John Kramer, they're almost impossible to escape every single time. Yeah. Nobody exactly. <laughs> no, that's, nobody. That's why I really I like the original Saw ones because they can actually get out of them. Yeah. Because nobody thinks the way John Kramer does. They're just like they're murdering people. They're just using right. the traps as like a cover kind of thing. Right. So that's why in Spiral, like, people couldn't escape. I was like, you know, it kind of makes sense, but I'm also like, you know, you know, I... It was you feigned. Don't want it was feigned, es- yeah. You don't want them to escape, but you know that he's doing this just because... The reason, okay... This John Kramer's legacy. Yeah, the whole reason, the beginning of the Saw, and the whole reason that he was doing it in the first place was because he wanted to be able to show people that, like, they, they realize why they can, why they need to live, pretty that, much, yeah, right? Yeah, you know, prove... prove that you're you worth living. Him. Yeah. And... And but so the thing is, is that he wanted people to get out of the traps, and that's that's the and whole that's point. Why, that's, that's why, that's why it works. Them, that's why some me. of the traps are like really simple to get out of when you stop and think about it. But they're right. like really fucked up if you, they just rush through. But like it loses its charm when you just kind of like when you just it's just gore porn. I, I, I don't know. For me, it's that's that's why I kind of st- when I, you go into the later films, I kind of just get like this is stupid because I was watching a scene from Saw Six. We were, we were talking about this earlier where the guy had to cut fat off himself, and then there was a skinny skinny chick who actually cut off her arm. Yeah, and it was that, just like that, that trap was made by Hoffman though, and Hoffman didn't care if they lived or died. Right, exactly, and it, it just it just loses its whole. And, and plus, not even that. It wasn't even that, but it was also just the point of them getting in the trap and then realizing what they were in, and just she was just straight went chopping her arm off. Like no sane person would just go straight chop off their arm off, you know? I, I don't know. I just think the movies are fun. <laughs> no, I mean, <laughs> there, there's a there's a thing to say about that too. I mean, you can you can just have fun with them as they are. But uh, my no, whole point no, though is that it, it was just like. The, in this one, it just felt like the they weren't used for torture porn, per, perhaps, but the, they were just used were for used a device at, to move the plot forward. They were kind of just like a connecting piece to the right. Saw franchise. They weren't like this. This movie is very much not a. It God, how did the director word this? He said it is not a Saw film. It is a Chris Rock film set in the Saw universe. Fair. Which I mean. I haven't seen a lot of Chris Rock films other than like some comedies, so I, you know I don't make sense to me. But I'm also like, uh, I, I, see, my issue this, with this is that I called the f- the villain at the beginning. I I called the villain when I saw the yeah, one me, scene. Right. <laughs> Honestly, no. You know, I called it as soon as I heard his name. I was like, "That's the villain." And I don't know if most people will, but just for some reason, it just struck me odd. Like that's his name. Now nah, he's he's the villain. Man, I had a whole different reason. But I mean, okay. So the first time watching it, I was I was actually I was I, I liked it. I don't right. know. It, it's what I thought it was gonna be a detective film set in the Saw universe. Oh, I definitely enjoyed it. Like so. you know, I I had no issues with it. It's just I think people are gonna go into it expecting a Saw film, and it's definitely not a Saw film. Like even the director, who is the director of two, three, and four, has stated that this is not a Saw film. Right. This is a film in the Saw universe. Yeah, that's why it's the so spiral, why, spiral from the Book of Saw. Right? That's why he he said that they have Saw Ten in the works right now, but they like not not spiral sequel, just an actual Saw Ten. What they're think, what he's said is there might be a sequel to Jigsaw, like Jigsaw Two, which I know that you're like I saw your face. Well, you're, actually, you're I've like, never uh, seen seen Jigsaw, so I can't be so that face. But J- Jigsaw though is a direct sequel to the Saw series, right? So he's like, there's there might be a Jigsaw Two, 
or it might be a spiral too. So like two different franchises in the. Sony I'd be interested universe. in seeing a spiral too because even though I didn't quite enjoy what was going on, I, well, I wouldn't say enjoy. I enjoyed everything that happened in the film. It was just like, I don't know. I still gave it three and a half stars. So I guess I don't know what I'm complaining about, but. I will say the second time watching it, I was starting to notice nitpick shit, and I was like, "That's stupid." <laughs> you know, also, I just gonna, it could have been more. You, I'm gonna let you know in this one scene that happens. This is no spoilers. This, this is a scene where um, God, I can't remember his name. Uh, the the Chris Rock's partner right. is calling him from his house. Right, right. He's in that white T-shirt, and he has his arm up, and he has armpit hair sticking underneath his sleeves, and it is the most distracting fucking thing after you notice it, because like the. Each time I watched it after, like, I noticed it, I was like, why? <laughs> like, so much armpit hair. Dude, it's everywhere. It's just, like, sticking out, like, four, four or five strands of armpit hair. And I was like, why, though? Like, all natural. It's so such a stupid thing to be nitpicky about, but it distracts the fuck out of me now that I've seen it. That's funny. And then um, we discussed one of the traps where I just get annoyed because the person does stupid shit. And I'm like, right, I mean, we it makes, it makes no logical sense. Once again, we're not spoiling anything. I'm just being vague about shit. Yeah. But I'm like, no, no. Why would you do that? That's stupid as fuck. And, you know, I, I will also say the twist. It was OK for what this film was. But I saw it coming from a mile away. I will say, though, the final trap. Pretty cool. <laughs> you know, you know. The, the more I think about it, and this that this film reminds me of is that when I go to a theater or, or go to see a movie or want to watch a movie, I really want I really want to be like blown away. And I know that's probably not every. I know not every movie's in, movie's gonna be able to do that. But this is one of the ones where I'm just like I was just waiting for it to kick it up another level, and it never did. I was uh, man three times watching this right three times. It never got slow. No, when it, I was watching I mean, this one Jada, and it got to like um where the final traps were about to happen. I was like, shit, we're already here. <laughs> I, I, I barely drank any of my soda. I was just sitting there chilling. And I was like, this movie goes so fast that it's already at the end. Holy shit. Wow. No, will, yeah, it's only an hour and 40, right? It's an hour and a half. You're around like half. Yeah, I mean, it, it, definitely moves, like it definitely moves. It definitely moves. And that's not what I meant as far as like pace, pacing wise. It's, I just, the, it's the dialogue, the time in between traps. Some of the yeah. scenes, I'm like, okay, this is a spoiler. It's on YouTube. Like, you can want, they release this. The first time you see Chris Rock in her office and she's out there yelling at him and she's like i have a heat wave rolling blackouts i'm like why do we give a fuck like that has nothing and then it's, just, it's so awkward sounding when she says it and i was like yeah that had nothing to do with the this film dialogue just like feels off yeah it just, i think it was just to create tension which is and whatever i will say they really underutilized samuel jackson and it made me sad that i will agree with that yeah sam jackson was not as much in this film as i wanted him to be like he was such a prominent part of the trailers, and like I know he was that question too. in the trailer where they're like, "Marcus, do you or what's his name? It's not Marcus, uh, Detective, Detective Banks. Banks. Detective yeah. Banks, do you know no, where your, your father, father is? is?" And that was like at the end of the film. And they didn't even say it. Oh, it didn't did it? No, three times, and I was like, they never Good said point. that line from the thing. Like they made that like it was gonna be such Detective a big plot Banks, point. Do you know where your father is? Yeah, plus the voice was a little weird. I'm not gonna lie. Yeah, I didn't like the voice. I didn't like the puppet either. But the puppet paid oh. off in the end, so I was like, yeah. It's like, all right. But no, I mean, I will. I, I hope that they make a sequel. It'll be more. They definitely left it open for a sequel. I'll say that. I, I really hope there is one because I really want to see like more of Chris Rock's character. But I want to see him. I just want to see more of Chris him. Rock in general. He hasn't, he's not been around in a while. And he, like, after seeing this, I'm like, you know what? Bring it back, bro. Like, I don't I have no. I, for some reason, I thought you were just a comedian and a donkey. And like, I bring you donkey. Right? Zebra. Marty and Mar- Madagascar. Oh, right, right. Who's, who's Eddie the, Murphy? Oh, okay. No, I was like, I, I caught myself. I was like, wait, that's not right. <laughs> yeah, but no, I, I, I enjoyed this movie for for everything it is. I, I'm definitely not watching it for a while. But well, Especially know, if you watched it three times in the theater, Jesus. No, but like, I mean, I watched it four times. Okay, but there's a difference between wanting to watch a film that you want to watch. I mean, did you watch it on purpose the four times? I mean, okay, obviously you it, didn't. It I mean, was the only movie in theaters, and I liked it, so we were going to go Okay, that's it. fair. I like Spiral, though. I just, like, I think Have twice- you watched Deadpool ten and a half times in theater? I would go do it again, like ASAP too. If yeah. that book came out in theater, like let's go. He just wanted to take me because I can quote the whole film. Jesus Christ! <laughs> Actually, we did do that, didn't we? Yeah. God, that hurt my soul. <laughs> but then no, we did see Harry Potter, and you did the same thing, and I was like, but, you, "You need help." But we, but we were drunk that time, so it was okay. <laughs> Fair. I think we were only the ones in the theater too. You know, Alicia's mom was in the theater with us. When? When we saw Harry Potter, and I, she told Alicia that there's two guys in the back just wouldn't stop laughing. Oh my gosh, really? <laughs> that was us. That's amazing. We gotta, that's hilarious. I love that. 
How'd you find that out? Because I was telling her that you and I took shooters before we saw Harry Potter, and then we were just laughing through the entire thing. She's like, bro, my mom went to that. Oh, my gosh. <laughs> that is amazing. about you guys. Well, I apologize to Alicia's mom. <laughs> Usually, I'm not like that when I go to a theater. I'll just tell you that right now. We're, we're usually not the people that do that, but but that day happened was, to be one of those. It was it was Harry Potter. I've seen it like thirty times. Yeah, I mean, <laughs> let's be honest. I couldn't. Yeah, I just wanted to see but, it in theaters. I just, well, <laughs> so spiral down. That I mean, that was uh, a solid film. I would still recommend checking it out. I'd recommend it, but don't go in expecting a solid film. I wouldn't go in expecting a torture porn film. No, it's definitely a detective. That's, I guess that's why you. That's what you, is that what you mean by saw film? Yeah, it's definitely okay, a yeah. detective film with the Star Universe. I don't even right. I, like. I I don't even even classify it as a horror movie. Really, it really has nothing to do with the original Saw franchise, other than like just the thematic. They just bare, dropped, barely drop John Kramer's name once. Yeah. So, well, <laughs> um, speaking of more dead stuff, we also watched the uh, new film, Zack Snyder film, uh, Army of the Dead. Bryce, um, I'm gonna let you jump in on this first. Um, you didn't enjoy this <laughs> film as much as I did, but then again, we're pretty I, much on the same page for the most part. But I enjoyed most of it. Like there were scenes, like oh god, let's get into this. All right, so Dave Batista, solid. He's he's yeah, solid in this film. But I mean, I didn't. Like, I hadn't seen any, anything other than Drax, obviously. So sometimes his acting comes off kind of rough. But this one, I thought he was okay with. It fit his. Style. He has rock style potential for me, as um, far as like rock or even um, Vin Diesel ish. The whole premise of like. A heist going into a going into a quarantine zombie infected zone. Down with that's tool as fuck. Um, See, okay, everything that they brought out, like the whole premise of what Zack Snyder created, was was was, was bonkers. Kind of, it was cool. They just did, did not deliver on any of it. They, there's there's so many scenes where I was like, alright, that's pretty dope. Like there's like it's minor spoilers. Not going to go into much in the plot, but like there's a scene where they get in there and like. A fucking tiger shows up, like a zombified tiger. Okay, I like the tiger. And I was like, that's fucking dope. That was it doesn't make parts. any goddamn oh, okay. sense. I thought you were going to complain about it. And I was like, that's my favorite part, bro. I love uh, the tiger. <laughs> I was like, that makes no goddamn sense in the form of the zombie apocalypse, right? I but think like, so. I mean, think about it, though. Where's like, the other zombie animals? You're in Vegas. Jo- where's the other zombie animals? There's only two of them. Oh, Where, you, where's the other ones? You were in, like, they were in Vegas on the strip. You tell me the birds can't get zombified? Where's the zombie apocalypse outside with the birds? All right, all right, fair, okay. If you're gonna make one animal a zombie, you gotta make every animal a zombie. <laughs> they only had so much. They only had so much budget. I know, I'm, just, I'm just kidding. I don't know. But no, that's a good point. Good point. Um, the beginning of the film kind of felt. Dude, wait, hold up. That's a great idea for a film though. A zombie, a zombie zoo movie. <laughs> Wouldn't that fucking be like awesome? Like, like fucking. We're the, what, what was it? We bought a zoo, but we bought a zombie zoo. <laughs> Anyway, sorry. <laughs> but uh, I, I like the heist film. Uh, the crew. The crew was fun. I thought the crew was... Each one had their own personality. Each one was enjoyable in their own way. I will say there's, yeah, some I, there's some I enjoyed way more than others. That I was like, you you don't need to be in here, but whatever. Um. So the one of the crew members was was Dave Batista's daughter. And she was kind of annoying at first. But I kept looking at her. I'm like, I swear I know this. Like, for some reason, I kept thinking she was Dora. I was like, that's not right. Like Then I, was just look, I, was, I kept looking at her and I'm like, I know this chick. But I was like, I feel like... I'm just saying that because she looks like, like she just looks familiar, and so I'm like whatever. But it bothered me. Like, and I got home, and I looked it up, and she was Kickass's girlfriend. Anybody that knows me knows I'm a huge Kickass fan. So, um, I was like, that's that's where I know her from. She was my least favorite character in this because she served no purpose and just caused issues. Honestly, didn't have any least favorite characters. I thought she was fine. I I just, did, her I just her like, acting at some points was kind of like weird. Like I don't know if she's that great of an actor. I really can't tell. What character makes some of those decisions in Zombie Apocalypse, bro? <laughs> no, she was. It was kind of silly. Like, she's, not gonna lie. She's but, like, there's a nuke dropping in 20 minutes. Let me leave. Like, okay, I bitch, guess, bitch, come on, come on. The, the, the dialogue <laughs> and the actions that they gave them was, yeah, was was sketchy. Um, the locksmith dude, best character. He was adorable agree. as fuck. I loved him. He was adorable. Uh, I like the I don't I like the African American dude, the the buff one with the saw. Yeah, he was. Uh, cool he was too. cool. Um, the pilot. I wish I got to see more of her. She was she so. Seemed... She reminded me of Ellen. I don't know why. Like maybe it's just the way she talked. Dude, she reminded me of uh, what's her name from Halloween. The woman who played Laurie Strode. I, I'm blanking on a name. Uh, uh, Halloween. Oh my god! You Jody's... mean the main chick? The main chick of Halloween? I can't remember. Bro, why was my brain blank? Because I'm now? getting her confused with someone else, and I'm like, I know it's not that person, so I'm like, you gotta look this up real quick. <laughs> I'm like, I know, I know for a fact it's not her, so I'm like, I don't want to say it and then be wrong. <laughs> oh, I know it's not her, but um, what it, her name is? It's like a really famous Jamie name. Lee Curtis. Yeah, that's it. That's who she reminded me of. 
She just always looked like Jamie Lee Curtis to me. That's fair. Um, yeah, no, like I said, like you said, the characters were all pretty, pretty well rounded. The the but the writing was lame. The dialogue some sometimes, like they they would stop and discuss things. I'm like, this is not the time to have this discussion. Yeah, just <laughs> random points where they just like. There's like some impending thing they got to do before they die, and then like they're like stop and have this three month a three minute conversation in the middle of an apocalypse. I'm like, bro. Or um, <laughs> there was a lot of scenes though that were like really sudden. That I was like, holy shit, they just did that. <laughs> like the elevator scene, you know, when you and I were both like, holy shit. That was pretty cool. <laughs> See, here's my, here's my my like weird thing with this film because there's a lot of points in it where I'm like, this is really awesome. This is really cool. It's new. It's it's funny. And then there's some points where it's just like. Why are you making that decision? This is the worst. Fu- like this is cliche. This is like, you know, this is like this is a dumb writing decision. And it's just it, it kept going back and forth between that. And I'm like, I don't know. It's it, like, it, but then again, the action. Every every time there was an action scene, I have to give props. It was it was fun. Oh, yeah, they were, it was no, fun. Action scenes were amazing. You know what I thought about a lot through in this movie? Like there was a scene where like the locksmith dude, because his job is breaking the vault, and he's like, I need I need silence, and they all just stay down there, right? All I can think about is like, there's a casino on upstairs. Go upstairs, play some slots or something. Like, have oh a, my gosh. have like a Suicide Squad moment where they're all bonding, like fucking playing poker or something. Right. Some, yeah. Ca- no, some more attachments to characters instead of them just standing around being like, the zombies are pretty cool. Money. <laughs> yeah. It, right. And then, and well, I'm not gonna get in. I, I want to say it too because it kind of bothers me about the. Yeah, and I don't know, but but the whole okay, so the whole like the main premises of everything they brought up in the beginning, they never panned out, and that's why it just bothered me so much a lot. There's only one thing that kind of like gave me chills. Oh, and also there was a scene in this film, and I'm not gonna say which character is, but where somebody was dying, which you would expect in die, apocalypse or you know a zombie film, and they it was straight up like a dead, you know, in the scene of end of Deadpool two when he's laying there and he's like, <laughs> I'm gonna go now, I'm gonna die, and then he like just it takes like five minutes for him to die. That was exactly the scene to, to a T. He just like the person that was dying, and then, and then just would not die for like five minutes. And we like, oh my god! I was sitting like, oh my god, get on with it, just die. Mitchell, what'd you, what'd you give this movie? Um, I gave it three stars. Uh, just because it was at three and a half, but then there's too many just like which 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 is like a pretty solid good time, but there was just too many like writing errors. So and like just cliches, and so I gave it a three, which is just like an average film. I gave it two and a half. That's fair. But uh, my my review says, uh, was uh, to the gist of, Zack Snyder saw James Gunn was getting his direct Suicide Squad and got jealous, so he decided to direct his own version with zombies. <laughs> I mean, it really is, though, Suicide Squad. <laughs> it, might as well, it might as well be. And plus, he stole Dave Batista. <laughs> I mean, he might as well have, honestly. It's just, that's what it reminded me of throughout the entire movie. Like, every single time something would happen, I'd be like, this is just fucking... Speaking of Zack Snyder, though... Just- there- Suicide Squad, bro. It really was, though. <laughs> I mean, there's a lot of... Se- I mean, it really, really was, though. Um, There there were some scenes in this where I was very, like... um, That is, like, that's a very Zack Snyder shot. Like, you could just tell. Oh, yeah. His filmography is like, extremely... Like, you know. You fucking know. Like, there were yeah. scenes where I was, like, it was dark, and I was, like... Yeah, it's definitely Zack Snyder. Yeah, right? I was sitting there and I'm like, yeah, I could just you can feel Zack Snyder's like Snyder coming out in this, and it's like kind of like in the same when you watch a Quentin Tarantino movie, like you can you know you're watching a Quentin Tarantino movie. It was very much like that. I saw a review on Letterboxd that said, uh, "Cinema is back, baby," and all I could think about was like, where the fuck have you been for the past like six months? You know, it's weird though because like a lot of places like here, I mean, there's a, there's a lot of places that haven't had movie theaters open. You know what? So. what? All I can think about was like this is this sounds like one of those dudes that would watch Fast Nine and be like, "This is a five star movie." Yeah, I want to. I don't want to associate with vroom, those people. Vroom, go to Gold Feast. <laughs> Gotta go fast. <laughs> Gotta get my magnet. Go to space. Oops. Um. So, Mitchell, you just have to make it like one more month, bro. No, nah, I don't care. It's been um, a year. You can make it one more. month. <laughs> Gotta go fast. No, they had that in the trailer. They had that in the trailer. Remember, they just put out a trailer where they were in a rocket. If we have listeners, they definitely know what our what, what, what happened, and they know what. The fuck. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> Anyways, so um, I also watched those who wish me dead. This is that uh, new wow. Em, nope, Angelina Jolie. Thanks. That's what I was like. Angelina Jolie. I got you, Angelina Jolie film. Um, John Bernthal's in it. In it. He's awesome in the film. Um. Oh, I guess it was... I forgot the guy's name that made it, but apparently he's some director that does a really, really good films most of the time, and I've never heard of him before. Um, the film was, I mean, halfway decent. I mean, I, I, I watched it at home on HBO Max because that's it came out there for day and day in theaters, and I just decided to pop it on. Um, 
it, it's a movie. I don't. <laughs> I mean, there's not. I, w- I wouldn't say it's like overall like. Basically, it's just about this kid who has to deliver a news or information to the stu- to a, a news station, and there's these two gunmen after him and his father. His and then he ends up some, in the wilderness somehow because his father drives him out there. And then Angela, or I keep saying Angela Jolie. Is it? Yeah. Yeah, it's Angela Jolie. There's like three names going through my head every time I think about her. Um, anyways, Ange- Angelina Jolie's character is is some drunk like PTSD ridden chick that lives in lives in a tower in the middle of a forest, and she finds this kid and helps him survive. As and then and then the guys, I don't know. I mean, it's it's okay. Uh, <laughs> I didn't hate it. I, I mean, <laughs> that's a, this is a horrible review for a film. I didn't hate it. Um, yeah. I mean that's that's really I mean it was fun to watch um but I I mean I wouldn't go out of your way to watch it I guess I guess it's fair. not like I mean it's just kind of like one of those films you just put on and just watch and then you're like okay watch that <laughs> I don't know um so Greenland I also watched that that was a lot of fun you've been wanting to watch this for a while and I own it but I, I know I couldn't get the digital yeah yeah you you were you were so nice to uh, Greenland uh, what's the guy's name I'm so blanking on names today um. I, I'm Gerard uh, Butler. I was like, I haven't seen that. So Gerard Butler. As good as mine. That's the main character in that film, and a main main actor in that film. Um, basically, it's, it's an apocalypse. Uh, this meteor is going to hit Earth, and he gets notif- notification on his phone from the president that he's he's uh, been pitched picked to be able to survive the apocalypse, and he has to make it to this bunker with him and his family. Um, pretty good film, actually. It was really, it was really awesome. Uh, it sounds I, a lot like Independence Day. I've never seen Independence Day, but, um, but yeah, I mean, it was still super good. There, there was a lot more that happened outside of that, but, uh, but yeah, it was overall a really good film. I, I enjoyed that a lot. I would, I would recommend checking that out if you like. Um, just suspense in general. It was the, the whole movie. I was movie was just like really sus- like it was really suspenseful. I'll get there one day. And I also watched The Woman in the Window. You had a busy week for once. I know, man. For <laughs> once, I actually watched some films. No, honestly, what happened is I, I, I got Mass Effect Legendary Edition this weekend, and I played the f- for the first one, and I played for like, I don't know, it was like six hours, seven hours straight, and I was like, all right, I need a break, <laughs> and then I just watched like three movies, <laughs> Um, and the only reason I popped it, so The Woman in the Window, that's with Amy Adams, which I think that's her name. Is that her name? I haven't seen this one either, so this is kind of Who's the chick that plays Lois Lane in Man of Steel? Well, I'm I'm on Letterbox where Amy Adams. Um, but anyways, Gary Oldman's in this. What the fuck? He is. Whack. Is it is Amy Adams though? Yes. Yeah. Okay. Cool. Um. So this is her. It's basically the movie. I I've, I saw this a while ago. Basically about a chick who see who is agoraphobic. Basically means she's afraid to go outside, and she looks out her window and sees her neighbors get murdered, and then like this whole crazy thing ensues where she like she thinks she's going crazy because the wife shows up and it's actually a different wife than what she she, she had seen murdered and then um you know the cops are basically telling her she's going crazy and then she's taking these pills and and getting drinking and so it's just like you know it's like she they're not sure she's not sure what the hell's going on basically and it would look like a suspenseful kind of like scary horror film like you know there's a killer after her because she she's actually uncovering what's going on at that house across the street um yeah no 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 Anthony the film Mackie's in this too Oh yeah, he's what, well. They, they just get no. Falcon and they just go Falcon over soldiers. Like, oh. hey, can we borrow your Captain Actually, America yeah. and your Falcon for a minute? Hold up. I mean, uh, yeah, because Kurt Russell's in this as well. Yeah, what the fuck? Kurt Russell's pretty cool in it too. He he plays the tenant that that lives downstairs of this chick, and he brings her like food and and groceries, and he takes out her trash and shit like that. Um, why would Anthony Mackie do this? What, what deal did he have not, to make, dude? Anthony Mackie was in the film like two minutes. They were just like, we need some star power. He was, she, he was, he was her husband. God, I'm not, he I'm he was Amy Adams' husband, and, and he made, mostly was just doing phone calls, and then and then he was he was at the end of the film in a flashback. Um, I will say the ending of the film is cool, but okay, so this film is very like intriguing to watch, and it's like it's fun to watch as she goes along and tries to figure this stuff out, and then like you you find out the ending, what happened, and you're like, okay, that's kind of cool. But like none of this film was suspenseful or scary, 
And that's really what this film was sold on. You know, that's that's what the marketing was of the trailers. Like, this this was a scary film. You know, you're kind of, like, going to be on the edge of your seat, kind of like what the father was, but just, like, scary, like, out of your mind. Um, And it was very methodical as far as, like, how she uncovered things. And it didn't... It, I wasn't... At no point was I, like, oh, my God, this is scary. There was, like... But I will say the cinematography was really cool in this. Because the way, the way that they set it up throughout the whole film... At the end, when they did the reveal of what she's like, some of the cinema, cinematography was how I showed. It was like, okay, that's cool. Uh, there's this one review on Letterbox that says, "Amy, please, is this a test of loyalty? Because I don't know how much more I can take." I really want to read my review. I mean, you should you should read my review, even if you don't say anything, say it out loud. But it's it's just it's funny because I've read it three times now. Oh, have you? Yeah, because I I remember reading it when you first told me you watched it, and I just read it again. Now I'm reading it now. Yeah, I read it again. I read it now. Now I just like it's funny because, <laughs> yeah, I, I put I put spoilers in my review because I just thought it was funny. But but yeah, I would recommend checking this out. I mean, it's it's a. Uh, I also would recommend those who check me who those who wish me dead. I know I was being weird about that film, but I would rec- I would recommend checking out all the films we talked about today. Um, Bryce, I watched one movie I want to talk about. Yes, but ask you if you watched. I, I watched a lot of movies, but like, I have bad takes on some of them that people really like, and I just don't. I don't want to deal with the back the backlash of that. For sure. So. <laughs> okay, name one. One what? Just one film that you want to, that you, that you don't want to get the backlash from. A Woman Under the Influence by John Cassavetti from 1974. So a lot of people like that film. Oh, do they though? It has a four and a half stars on Letterbox. Jeez. I did not. <laughs> like that at all? Nope. Wow. I gave it three and a half though, because I was like, I see why people like it, but I, I, you know, I'd even review it because I was like, I don't want to, I don't want it. <laughs> oh my god, the thing even says, okay, sorry, I was looking ahead, but wow, that's crazy though. I mean, you no, know, I mean, that's, but here's the thing, though, and, and the reason I feel like you should never be afraid to speak your name, your your opinion on a subject or, or a film. Oh no, I can speak my opinion when I actually feel like it, like I'm justified in it. But when I'm just like, I, I just, I just like. I don't. I don't have a reason for. It. I don't like it. I just don't fucking like it. So well, that's like, the thing. I mean, you don't have to have a reason for why you like a film. I mean, look, look. The whole thing about when you watch a film, at least for me, and then I get people look at films differently, and so I'm not gonna say that I'm the de facto way to look at things. But I go to a film. I don't really care what other people think about it, or if, you know, case in point, what's the film that you watched that I that not Mank, but uh, No Man Land. Nope. Uh, it's it's Minari? the no. It's it's Mank is the one that. Um, was made on the other film. Oh, Citizen Kane. Yeah, Citizen Kane. That's the one where it's like the rosebud is the thing. Right? Yeah, yeah. Okay. See, like Citizen Kane. <laughs> rosebud is the thing. <laughs> <laughs> Citizen Kane, other than that ending, I don't care for it. I mean, I don't care about the cinematography. It's not a good film. Maybe if it's, maybe it's a good film for like studying and like cinematography wise, but it's not like I'm watching it. I'm like, this is not fun to watch. So that's the whole point. Is like I don't. Y- y'all can hate me for that, but like I'm not having fun watching this film. I'm not having fun, you know. Man, I've seen that movie three times now, and I still think it's good. I would. <laughs> like, I, would I say it's the best film ever? No, but I I, I enjoy it. No, that's fair. But I also look at it more in the historical context than anything else. Right. No, I get that. Like, you're more entertainment, and I'm over here like this is an important film in history. <laughs> no, you are, and, and a lot, a lot of a lot of different like like I said, different people look at different things. When I, I'm more of a casual movie fan, in the fact that when I watch a film. I bar none. The only thing I care about is watching is basically being entertained. And actually that I, so I've been looking up how to write movie reviews because I want my, my reviews to be, I don't know if you read my army of the dead one, but I want my reviews to be a little bit more structured and just kind of like easy, you know, more um, in depth than like, you know, my, mo- my most liked reviews are always one where I would just do like four words. I know. No, like, I, my hand especially in has like five, five, like I think I think it's my most liked of five likes, which I mean isn't much, but all it says is I hate this movie. <laughs> and my second one is um Walkabout, which I watched like last year, and I said I'm pretty sure that if they took out all the scenes of animal animal butchery and scenery shots, there'd only be thirty minutes of actual runtime. Chug me with that dead cat. <laughs> and like for some reason, all those reviews, like all the ones where I'm just like, yo, like. This movie sucks. Everyone's like, like, I'm like, ah, validation, motherfucker. <laughs> I think people just like to, you know, they, like the, it's they funny. like the shit post ones. Yeah, exactly. But anyways, um, but but a lot of people will say you have to watch 
to watch a film three times to review it. Oh, and I'm like, that. I don't got time for. Three are you times kidding me? I'm like, no. The whole, and, you know, honestly, I was like, that 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 means it. No, I, I don't agree with that because like the whole point of a film is to watch it once. That's why, the, like, the director makes a film for you to watch once. Like, I'm not supposed to have to go back and watch it three times to understand. I mean, I guess if I guess if I want to go more in depth about everything, but I'm like, as a, as like a fan, like, and I'm I'm like thinking of what I what reviews I want to look at. It's things as someone who went to see the film and what'd you think of it? Like, you know, you saw it once. What'd you think? You know, like I I don't agree with the fact that you have to see a three movie three times to be able to, um, to give a give a good solid impression of how how you felt. That's fair. Yeah, no, I I don't know. But anyways, (laughs) um, so so that was one that you didn't didn't like if people don't agree with. But what was the one film that you do want to talk about? I actually have two. I looked in my looked in my diary. I got two. First one, Slacker. By Robert Ooh, Altman. you told me about this. Oh, you 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 sent me a picture, um, and I say, "What's that?" And you're like a slacker. I'm like, "Well, no shit." I was like, "What is it about?" <laughs> I was so fucked up for that day. Were you okay? <laughs> I was really fucked up. <laughs> I, I swear, I looked at you. I was like, "Bryce, come on, you know what I meant." <laughs> um, it's a it's basically God, I don't even want to say day in the life, but yeah, it's like a day in the life film. But what happens is like one character will talk to a character, right? Mm-hmm. Let's say another character walks in the scene and like says something, and then the camera will follow that character instead. So it keeps transferring and showing how one person's action and what they do can affect a shit ton of people throughout the city. Oh, that's pretty cool. So like it's it's a, it's so interesting to me though because like it just seems like here I'm just gonna read the synopsis. Sure. Austin, Texas is an Eden for the young and unambitious, from the un- or the enthusiastically eccentric to the dangerously apathetic. Here, the nobly lazy can issue, issue, oh my god, I've never seen that word before, responsibility in favor of nursing their historic, bro, this is supposed to be a movie about slackers, there's a lot of big words in this fucking thing. You're a slacker <laughs> for not having read it before. No, no, no. <laughs> Locals include Caught a you. backseat philosopher who passionately expounds on his dreams, theories to his, or, I'm not reading this, this makes no fucking sense. <laughs> yeah. You know, actually, just read this off just halfway through it, no, 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 I'm good, I'm good, never mind, I'm a slacker. I was, like, I was like, you know, this has nothing to do with what happened in the movie because all it was was one person going and affecting someone you know, else and you, that person you going me, and affecting someone else. So you told me about this, right? And I was like, that's actually, I mean, so most, most of the time when you tell me about your films, I'm like, Bryce, I don't care. But <laughs> this one, I was like, you know what? Actually, that sounds kind of cool because, I, I mean, it just sounds like something I haven't seen before in terms of like, you know, going because like kind of like a one take ish right where, where where they're like going no, i mean like there's cuts but it's just one character and it'll move to another one okay that's fair and she'll but like so, a little I mean, bit of their life and then go to another character and show a little bit of what's happening to them and go to a different character i don't know that's, that's kind of cool it's like one dude getting telling the story through multiple people well, there's like richard link later who's the director not richard altman richard altman's a different director i i, I have to say that okay um richard link later basically like start he stars as this kid who gets in a cab he tells the cab driver, like, hey, you ever think about how, like, there could be other parallel universes where, like, if you don't make a de- make a de- make a decision to do this, then a whole different timeline gets branched. Mm-hmm. There's this whole spiel about, like, parallel universes kind of things, and that follows a different character from his story and just keeps going. So it's like, if that guy hadn't gone in the cab, all these other people's shit would have been changed. Wow. So I was like... That's so fucking interesting for me. That is interesting. And I was like, is it is it like a visually amazing film? No. No, it's not. But like, there's like a scene where like these kids are just running around causing mayhem. You follow them and they like kick a machine, get can't get Cokes out of it. And then they just go up to these like people walking the street and starts trying to sell Cokes. And it just follows the people walking the street from the kids giving them Cokes. <laughs> one person's one person's actions affects so many people around them. Wow. That's, that's, that's what that's what I took out of it. I don't know if that's right. No, I mean that's, that's how my views were. That sounds really cool to watch, though. I mean, I like that. Yeah, there was like the characters were all pretty interesting. I was I was like, wow, this is pretty fucking good. Like, <laughs> wow, it's pretty good. And then uh, last Tuesday, Criterion mm-hmm. released their new edition of Fast Times Richmond High. Oh yeah, yeah. I actually haven't seen this film, and that's one film that I should. It's been on my list forever. Um, this movie said, was amazing. <laughs> I I really enjoyed it. Yeah, this is, I mean, I've been looking forward to watch this forever. I just, you know, honestly, I've just kind of written it off because it just looks very 80s-ish, but not, like, fun 80s-ish. I don't know what to say. Like, just the poster of it. Like, whenever time I look at it, I'm just like... Oh, hell yeah. But I, ta- I was talking to my dad and his girlfriend about this movie, and they actually said that, like, when this movie came out, my dad's girlfriend was a junior in high school. Wow. So, like... This movie was her, like she said, this was the most accurate depiction of high school life back then. 
Well, I mean, hey, actually, that's fair, man. I'm glad it actually because a lot there's a lot of films that don't actually um, show like the true thing. It just makes some shit up, you know. Well, she, like an actual depiction is nice. I was like, there's like this one character who's actually a uh, Jason. Not Jason. What's her name? God damn it. <laughs> She um, was, she was Jennifer like, Jason Leigh. Yeah, she plays. She's like a, she's twenty years old when this movie came out, and she plays a fifteen year old. And like the first thing that happens in the movie is she like hooks up with twenty four year old. And I was like, I found that very uncomfortable. But when my dad's girlfriend's like, no shit, like that actually happened. Whoa! So I was like, right, well, if you say so, because you lived there, I guess. Like, I, don't I know. mean, I guess I could see it. <laughs> but yeah, I was, I was, I was, I was blown away, man. Like, there's um, there's one character who is the best character. His name is Sean Penn. Mm-hmm. Who I actually think he was he's in a movie he familiar. recently. But um he uh plays this guy named uh Jess Spicoli and he's just a burned out like stoner surfer dude and it's the he's the funniest fucking character in the thing. And Forrest Whitaker's in it. It took oh, wow. me it took me like ten scenes with Forrest Whitaker for me to go, That's fucking Forrest Whitaker, isn't it? <laughs> like, well, how do you not notice Forrest Whitaker? I mean, was his eye not? His eye, there? yeah, yeah. His eye was like down, like you know, his eye thing. But he's so young that I was just like it didn't it didn't register in my head that that was Forrest Whitaker. Wow! Because like he's got that eye and he's like playing he's a football captain in high school, so he's he's young. Oh, he's and young, he's, young. He's like sitting there and he's like ready to hike, and I saw the eye and I was like, "Is that fucking Forrest Whitaker? Hold the fuck up!" Like this is a movie I need to see too, and I'm looking at Good Morning Vietnam. Yeah, I need to watch that too. But uh, no, I this movie this movie was absolutely. Oh, plus it's only an hour and a half. That's not bad. Yeah, it's it's short. It's it's funny. It's enjoyable. Like it it's a fucking it's like an iconic eighties film. I see it. I get it. I'm like watching it. I'm like this. I this is this is like the Breakfast Club, man. Like it's, it fits the eighties so well. That makes sense. Well, I definitely should watch check that out. Actually, another eighties movie that I need to check out is uh, Pretty in Pink. I own that on Blu-ray. I haven't seen it yet though. I own the on SD. Gross. Again. <laughs> I'm, I see SD. I'm like, that's the worst kind of I could get. <laughs> What's wrong with me? Okay. Um. So that well, I'm glad. I'm glad you found some cool films while we were watching. Bryce. I do this week. Um. I'm going to LA tomorrow. You are. That's exciting. I'm gonna go see the Hollywood sign, Walk of Fame. Gonna have fun. And um, you'll talk about the next week. I'm probably gonna be watching Flowers of Shanghai, which is Criterion's newest release tonight. Oh, fun. Yeah, it's, it's like a time traveling quarters. I don't fucking know. I have, I don't even know if it's time travel, dude. Oh, I like time travel. I've, so I've heard. I've like, heard what? like. I've heard time them travel? like a time bending experience. I'm like, I don't. I don't know what the fuck that means. I don't have a clue. <laughs> Weird. <laughs> but I, I'm excited to watch that. Um, I don't know if there's any new movies coming out this week we're watching. No, I don't think so. Damn, what a shame. I gotta watch those who wish me dead. But I'm kind of. I've seen reviews and I'm like, uh, deterred. I mean, it's here's <laughs> the thing about that. I mean, the film is like. Subject, subjective, but I'm like, I have a lot of criteria movies to watch, so I really don't want to waste my time watching. I keep hesitating because good. like I liked it and it was good, but it was just like there was nothing like I like I need to rave about you know go watch this film like it was just whatever. <laughs> yeah, I'm like I I got a lot of Criterion films to watch, so I don't know if I want to take two hours out of my life to right. watch an Angelina Jolie movie. That's like just you'll average. watch it, and you'll just be like, okay, I just watched it. Like I don't. <laughs> Like I really don't know what else to talk about the film because it's not it's, bad. It's, it's not, not a bad film at all. Like it's just it's just like you just watch it and you're like it's just I just watch that film. I just don't. It's, it's not Mortal Kombat where you know people are gonna want to talk about Ugh. it. So it's, yeah, I have people at work talking to me about Mortal Kombat and all I can think about is like why would you watch that? Like it's not it's not good. Well, okay, it's the only it's the big new movie out, right? So that's probably why people are watching and talking about it. Even if it's not good, this is the first time in what over a year that I think people have besides King Kong, but like just King you know King Kong and this one. My thing is, like, my people I work with don't even, like, they haven't watched King Kong yet either. So I'm like, they keep me like, oh, I'm going to check it out. And I'm like, no, you're not. <laughs> no, you're not. <laughs> you're not going to check it out. You're just asking me what I thought about it because you know I watch movies. <laughs> That's funny. <laughs> well, guys, with that down, we're going to move on to our film verse feature. Each week, we pick a movie that we want the other person to see. And this week, I chose Seven, which follows uh, Morgan Freeman's character who's retiring. Um, and Brad Pitt's character, which is the new detective, and they discover a number of elaborate and grisly murders following the um, seven deadly sins. And basically, oh, I guess I should say that. they soon realize they're dealing with a serial killer that likes to kill with his seven deadly sins. Um, and uh, what's his what's his bucket's wife? Um, finds out she's pregnant, and <laughs> what's Brad, his bucket's 
Brad Pitt, Brad Pitt's wife, <laughs> wife, which is Gwyneth Paltrow, finds out she's pregnant and she's uh, afraid to raise her child, basically in the crime city of Gotham, not really Gotham. Um, <laughs> and uh, she tells she tells Morgan Freeman's character, Lucius Fox. No, I'm just kidding. Um, but uh, but she doesn't let uh, her husband know. <laughs> the reason I mention that is because that's actually in the it's in the synopsis. <laughs> it's fucking crazy. I know. Um, this film was, I want to say, probably just really, really just a standard, um, you know, film up until that last like 10 minutes. And that was a banger, dude. I was just like, yo, you didn't. And then they did. And I'm like, they did. And then I was like, all right, this better happen. Cause like in that scenario, like, I mean, I'm, I'm, I probably want to spoil this because, like, if you watch it, and you haven't, you haven't it's, known it's what it is. 1997. I knew about the ending back when I was like four. <laughs> I know. I guess. I guess we could. No. F- yeah. Fuck. It. Let's just spoil it because it's. Everyone, everyone knows the line. What's in the box? Even if you haven't seen the movie, you know the line. So, what's in I had. I had known it, but anyway, who cares? So, bro, the chi- the Gwen- he, he the, the killer cut off his wife's head, Brad Pitt's head. You know that's head. Up, you know that's up for debate though. No, no, he no, did. No, it's up for debate because like some people are thinking the fetus is in there. Like the unborn kid, like there's all sorts of theories about what's actually in the box because they never show you what's in the box. Yeah. Okay. Here's the thing, though. How fucked up would it be if it's the fetus, dude? Okay. No, you, well, if it was the fetus, <laughs> or like, okay, if it was anything, though, because that, that's why. No, I, it had to been something like important because Morgan Freeman wouldn't have ran over there and said like he would have been like, nah, nothing's in there. You know, he would have been like, come look, like you know, <laughs> come look, dead baby. <laughs> Honestly, though, I think they should have shown. I think I think they should have shown it. Because it would have made it. I mean, I don't know. It just feels like because you're right though. Because like there is no actual resolution in that sense. If you think about it, like you could just bring up. Well, you never actually looked what was in the box. We don't actually know what was in the box. So maybe maybe his wife's head wasn't in there. Maybe it was something else. You know, and maybe Morgan Freeman just didn't say something. I don't know. But okay. So oh god, there's like a lot of things. So um, according to the Ringer, which I guess did an article about this. Um, a woman named Shay Sharano. Don't know who the fuck that is. Let me make sure. Okay, so he's an author for the website. Never mind. I don't know how credibility this is. Okay, it would be fucked up though. Um, fuck. Oh, I forgot. I lost it. I lost. I lost the thing. It was. Uh, okay, he says, "I know what's in the box. I definitely know what that is, what it is. The implication is that it's Gwyneth Paltrow's head. Right. But that's not what actually what it is." What it actually is is far more valuable and far mysterious, and a secret that the movie goes over goes out of its way to avoid spilling. The thing that's in the box is a slip of paper with the name of the city where the movie takes place. That's why John Doe has the upper hand. Everyone else in the movie agreed to never ever say what the city. What the fuck? This better be a joke. It'd be fucking nuts though. Like, like there's nothing in the box. He's just fucking with him again to kill him. I don't know. That just sounds weird to me, man. It was Tracy's head in the box? Yeah. Anyways, I mean, the, the, I mean, there's a bunch of you know. I, I guess there, I, I guess there's theories out there about that, but I'm just gonna go it's, with the assumption it, it, that it was it's, his it's wife's head. It has to be the head. You know, by by now it has to be the head. But also, I'm like, I mean, this wasn't based on a true story, was it? No. Okay. Well, then, yeah. I mean, it's her head. It's her head. I'm just gonna go with that because why, why else would he say it's her head and then Morgan Freeman not say anything? Um. So yeah. Um. The really good, really good film at the end there. I would. I. I don't know. It's it felt very much like his other film uh, we watched last week, which was Zodiac. It was very just like a lot of like just paperwork and pushing stuff, information around and talking and bars. And it had a very indie feel and not that much suspense. But when this, but when there was suspense, it it did feel it did feel actually like legit. I, I just really like the vibe of this movie. Like it, it, this is what Spiral should have felt like to me, like a detective film with like traps and shit. Yeah. Yeah, no, I, I did. I did kind of feel some spiral vibes, or, or I guess saw vibes ish. You know, just like the way, just the way people were like edge. killed and shit, and like the the feeling the city gave me. I was like, this feels like a saw film to me. I, I definitely see that. So, Bryce, um, what are we planning on watching next week? I know you, you wonder what. Yeah, we're gonna we're gonna continue on our uh, David Fincher train, right? Because we're this is our second one in a row, so we're just gonna continue it, and we're gonna go on to the Social Network. I okay, I oh, yeah, I, I'm just I really don't like Jesse Eisenberg, but I'll be I'll watch his films. Andrew Garfield's in it. He is. Yeah. Okay, I'm okay with that. <laughs> I love Andrew Garfield. It makes me so happy. I don't know why. <laughs> I turn my whole thing around. I'm like, I don't care. He's I like him. Yeah. No, I'm I'm just like. 
I was like looking at what I have on the list for things for you to watch, and I was like, "There's Social Network," and I was like, "Yeah, fuck it, we're already watching David yeah. Fincher films. Let's just continue the train." <laughs> I really like Andrew Garfield, though. He's like he's 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 a good. I don't know. I, it's just a Spider Man, but just like Hacksaw Ridge, and then what else have I see him in? I don't even know. There's a he was quoted. They asked him like, "What do you would ever do if you didn't have money?" And he was like, "If I ever run out of money, I'm just gonna go out and pay, have people pay me to whisper." My fucking car is in the cleaners. My product is in the cleaners, which is a line he says on social network. Oh my god, that's funny. <laughs> uh, well, sweet. So we got social network next week. That'll be fun to watch. All right, guys. Well, um, that is all for this week. And thank you for joining hey, us. Hey, hold up. So Seven had like five alternate endings. What? <laughs> what do you mean? They had like five alternate endings written down to do. Wait, you saying that they had five alternate endings in the script, and that or that they shot? I don't, I don't even know they were shot, but it just says like alternate ending one: the race to save Tracy's life. Just like <laughs> like that, the directors were considering, or because it's like it's different if like the directors were just considering it rather than if they were actually filmed and put in the theaters, or like or if they were oh, no, filmed and put like extra clue, credits. Right? It's not a like clue where they were like, let's release a different ending in each different part. But I assume these were just ones they played with. Like, they were like, yeah, we 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 thought about doing one where he once goes and saves Tracy. We thought to do one where Somerset kills him. We thought to do one where... Less dramatic version. What the fuck does that mean? conclusion. There's no extras. Huh, well, I mean, that's cool that they, that they did that. Ow, like, yep. A lot of these were just storyboarded and thought of. Okay. Well, they had like they had like a fuck ton. Ooh, Fincher had a preferred ending. Wow. Well, um, thank you guys as we joined talking a slew of movie news, spiral, army of the dead, seven, and various other bits of content. New episodes come out every Tuesday, so be sure to follow us and turn on notifications to get updates every time we post. If you want to keep up with our activities outside the airwaves, you can stalk us on Instagram where we very randomly and rarely post at Into the Film First we, Podcast. We have our days where we're like, oh shit, we should post something. And then like, there's times where I'm like, I don't know what to post, so I'm not going to post anything. I know I could post movie movie stuff. I'm just, I like, just I feel care. weird just posting like a poster of what we're watching and be like, check us out on the night. Like, I'm like, see, okay, here, well, I can talk about it first. But, all right, well, um, Bryce, <laughs> you're, you're like behind the scenes shit. <laughs> <laughs> where can people talk? Where can people follow you and your wonderful adventures? You can find me at Letterboxd at Pain Reviews, P-A-Y-N-E Reviews. I post a review. I'm trying to watch a movie a day at least, so like there's there's usually a new entry every day. And you can find me on Instagram at Pain Love Cinema. I don't post very much there either. I think my last thing was when I got my Criterion shirt in. Oh, yeah. Oh, no, it was my cupcakes I made for the Oscars. That's when my last thing I posted was. You're sad, Oscars. And then, <laughs> it was so depressing. I was so excited. <laughs> and then I, then I have a uh, Twitter at Sanguine Films. And you can stay connected with Mitchell Chandler by simply following me on Facebook and Instagram at author Mitchell Chandler, on Twitter at Mitchell Chandler, and Letterboxd at Mitch Reviews. And remember, Mitch is spelled with a Y, so that's M-Y-T-C-H. Ooh-woo. That's all for this week, our fellow cinephiles, and until next time, Excelsior! Excelsior!